0: it's Sunday, today's we're up to two dots. We're continuing the stu- the subject of shliz. And the last thing we looked about was about the distribution of, 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 of assets that a apatrufus has the power to decide it, decide how to distribute it. <clears throat> they want to just divide their father's estate. Bezdin ma apatrufus. sets up an apatrufus administrator. Tries to choose for each one the best share. But if they grow up, they can uh, they can uh, protest and say we're not happy with the distribution. Let's reassess the entire distribution. They can do that. But says, they grow up, they can no longer protest. Why? Otherwise, what's the point of bezin appointing administrator when it's, it has no powers?" With no powers, it's meaningless. It has to have powers. Otherwise, what's the value of a Tam and his, and his nephew, the Re. When it says, how exactly are you beider? The Re says, because we use the word beider, it cannot. you cannot just make a girl, draw a lottery and say, okay, you pick your name or number and I'll, I'll divide the state in three parts. Beider means you have to physically go ahead and decide, well, this kid I'll put in the north, this kid I'll put in the south. You yourself make that determination. Bainatam totally disagrees. He says that you're definitely with a girdle. That's how you do it. So what does Baiden come in? Because for example, you have a property, you can divide, you have a few state properties. You can divide each property into three parts with three children, divide each property into three parts and and then make a uh, make a, a a girdle of that. And bailan is you decide how to divide the properties and how you're going to put them into the girdle in the first place. Because it doesn't really make sense to take each property and divide into three, then nobody has anything or, or, you know, or something substantial. So that's where you you work it out in your mind how to divide the properties, and then you make a good old who ends up with what. Telling about it says he might have further, Nashman believes that the business is almighty and all powerful. So, you really hold that. But now we learned in the name Mishnah. We learned, and that is, Shum had, we had this in the last paving service. Shum had If the Dayanin make an assessment, the person didn't pay his debts, he's not around. So they step in, intervene, and they go ahead, they see some of the property, and they work out on the value. or whatever it was it took. We know there's a law called you know, cheating, and that is as follows. if I overcharge you, undercharge you less than a sixth, and people are Michael life goes on. If it's exactly a sixth, the deal rem- is, remains, but I have to reimburse you. If it's more than a sixth, the whole deal falls apart. An argument if the care if the still wants to go ahead, what happens? But the whole deal falls apart. So, what happens if a bezin makes a mistake? he says as follows If it's less than a sixth, an argument, what actually happens there? Do they have to, you know, do we say like every every other person, which is the deal remains, nothing happens, or do we say he still got to return the excess money? But if it's exactly a sixth, so an ordinary person, we say the deal remains, return the money. Here we say, the sale is bottom. Well, the sale remains intact. Why? Because you came as the bezen does something, that's it. They made a mistake too bad. And Anachma said, that, that the whole deal unravels. So he doesn't believe in this particular line, what's the value of the Bezim. That's not a question. Why is that a question? If they made a mistake, if bezen made a mistake, so then it gets unraveled. But if you don't make a mistake, then it doesn't it doesn't get unraveled. In the case of the Yosemim, they're dividing the estate. A mistake didn't happen. There's no mistake. In the case of the Yanim, they assess the property wrong. That's a mistake. So just because they're a Bezlev, they made a mistake, they're human and the whole deal unravels. But if, if you're dividing a state amongst you, amongst Yosemian, there's no mistakes here. And therefore, it remains. So, the obvious question is so, what do you mean when they grow up, they can protest? What are they going to protest? There's no mistakes. So, what do you mean then if they grow up, they can be? Well, it's not a mistake, but one of the children says, Look, I just got a Yerusha from my, from my mother, um, a property right next door. I'm a bar You gave me in the north. I'd rather have the property in the south because it's adjacent to my other property, and the two, you know, and, and, and economically, it makes sense. To, uh, to put the two together. So it's not a mistake, but they have a right to protest. Okay, so if you want further. All I'm not, I'm not, I'm not said, brothers divide an estate. Now, what? They have the same din, like two purchases. We had this regarding a question of Asi. When it comes to Brera, do we say comes Yevil, you have to reassess all the properties, or do we say that it's, you know, yes Brera, and whatever you ended up with is yours? Right now, we'll talking about He's talking about that brothers who divide a property have the same deal as if they purchased from each other. And that is as follows. When they assess what do we do? We have, take all the properties we get an evaluation of the properties and they say, okay, you get that property and in place I'll get this property and so on. What about Pachas Mishnus? If it turned out to be that one of us ended up the property um, that's a bit superior in another one by up to a sixth and then Nikna. Nikna Mekach. The deal the, the distribution remains intact. Yes, If it's um, more than a sixth bottle you have to redivide the entire land. Stus. If it's exactly a sixth, kana. exactly But you have to reimburse your brother or your sister because you uh, whatever it is you did there because you got more uh, more than the value. You have to reimburse the money. say. When do we say? that if it's less than a sixth, the deal is a deal. It didn't point anyone as a shlich. He pointed someone as a shlich. He pointed someone as a shlich. Even less than a sixth, which under normal circumstances is acceptable, is not. Because I want you to help me out, not to be detrimental to me. And and by by the fact that I even, even if I paid not a sixth, but say an eighth or a tenth or a twelfth, the fact is that I lost. Now there's an argument. What that means It means the deal unravels. Or it means that the shliach has to reimburse. They have to reimburse the money, the excess amount of money that i paid. This is what we say. Yes, and This is what we say. Actually, in in Rashi's version, it's just stus. This that we say. That a stus loy the When do we say? that by, let's say, more than a stus, the whole Mecca is bottled, the whole deal unravels, as long as he didn't say, let's divide it like a bezin. If he said, let's divide it, let's get a bezin here to assess our valuation, the two brothers say, let's get you know, let's get a bezin here to value the property, and then we'll divide it, then kai. Then, then, this is Rabbi Nachman saying, when you get to our question now, then the deal remains intact. Why? Because now we learn. Tanakama says if the Dayana make a mistake, the whole thing unravels. Even if just the sixth, in contrast to everybody else, that the deal remains. But Ashbag says the deal remains. Why? Because otherwise, what's the value of bezin? So <coughs> what do we see from here? The Nachman um, here says, this that we say this that we say that if you have a six the deal remains but you have to reimburse the money you return the money only if it's portable items but if it's land when it comes to real estate there's no cheating by real estate so it Teis is understood from Rashi, that Rashi holds when it comes to land, if it's exactly a six, then no money gets changed in his hand because it'll one day reach that value. But if it's more than a six, it still unravels. And Teis holds up to double the amount. Even if you achieve it up to 50% more than its value, it'll get there one day, and therefore there's no by property. But not above that. Above 50%, he says, then already in unravels ravel property as well. Uwe mekarka loomran ela Polo when do we say by property that if, if you were underpaid or overpaid, the deal remains? We, we divided, and what the, the mistake was in the valuation, because one day we'll reach a valuation. We talk about the, the measurement of the land. You're selling me uh, an acre, it turns out to be it was only three quarters of an acre. That is no forgiving, because that's something that could be measured. When it comes to valuation, it's a theoretical thing, it's an arbitrary thing. So, therefore, you know, if right now today it's worth X, it'll be worth tomorrow Y. When it comes to the size of the land, which is measurable, if we made up to give me a 1,000 square feet, then it gave me 990 square feet, you didn't give me my 1,000 square feet? I have the title to, you know, to either unravel the whole thing or give me my 10 extra feet. Because the number said, "Cold dover should admit anything which is measured, Mishko weight or Sheminyan, that goes by number, which all are measurable items, quantifiable, then, even if it's less than today, not even the slightest amount, the whole thing unravels. Then the whole thing unravels. So therefore, so we see from here that, um, <clears throat> um, that we, so we brought here that Nachman said that if they go ahead and they say that we want to be um, like a Bezin, then we treat them like a Bezin. Um, which is that what? That the deal remains. That the day that the, the bezin, in other words, if it's let's say stamaze, we say that you know if I make, first of all we said if I made a shliach and the shliach um, changed, it made a mistake and the whole thing falls apart. And when do we say that if it's more than a sixth, the whole deal falls apart? Is only if he didn't say I want to be like a bezin, but if he said you want to be like a bezin, then the deal remains because over here we seem to be passing like Rav Shimon Gamliel. So the previous gemara we him like the chachamim. And in this Gemara here, we're passing like Roshim and Shimon Before The forty-five year chavi in that Bezen makes a mistake; the whole thing unravels. But now the Gemara is ruling Rav Roshim. If the brother said we want to be like a bezin, then imkei makayet Bezen Yafa, and whatever happens, happens. And Tosif has a problem: with the two Gemaras. How do you reconcile the two Gemaras? And to say that Rav argues Rav Nachman, Tosif finds that difficult because this Gemara said by Rav. Rav was a student of Nachman, so why is he arguing with Nachman? Any anyway, other continues down. So we learned that works, but we have a rule, and that's what we're going to talk about now: Ain shliach If I ask a shliach to do an avera for me, the shliach cannot say, "Well, I'm only a shliach; I'm an agent." and The shliach should be held responsible. The shliach is responsible. Says so what now This that we learned: Somebody set the fire in the hand of somebody who is uh, deaf and dumb, or shaita, or a child is patra midin since this person cannot be a, a shleach, right? So I did the wrong thing, but I only caused the damage. I didn't like the fire. This child went ahead and took the fire and lit it somewhere. I told this, in fact, I told the child, I want you to burn that person's house down. I'm, nevertheless, in in a, in a court, you couldn't help hold me accountable because I did not light that fire. I caused the fire to happen, but I didn't light it. So therefore, I am potter, but chay of shemaim, and the child, of course, is potter. He's not responsible, but in medinah shemaim, um, I have to still pay the person out because it's my fault. What about shilu b'apikech? If I sent in a telebird, tells the person, I I said to the guy, I want you to go out there and, lie, and, and burn the person's house down, and, they, and this person did it. Pikech chayv, the pikech is liable. Why? Name of shluchim on k'maisay. What am I shluchim on say because the Gemara is different. There's no Shliach when it comes to a sin. And why not? So the Gemara brings down a logic. Later on, the Gemara says something else. There's a big we're showing him what the Gemara's conclusion is. But let's just see what's the logic. The Amrin will be saying, Divre Harab, the sender Talmud, Divre the sender the Mishlech, can say, I never anticipated you would actually listen to me. Hashem said, Don't harm somebody else. I said you should. I, said, I think for one minute you'd listen to me rather than to Hashem. Not for a minute. So therefore, I never really appointed you to be my Harab, the Talmud Now, what are the ramifications of that? What happened to Shlech did not realize he's doing an avera? For example, I tell the shlich, and you see that goat over there? It's mine. Can you just bring it to my house? The Shlech has no idea that you're actually stealing it. And he's bringing it to your house. Then, in that case, yes, had I can no longer say, Of course, he'd listen to me. Why wouldn't he? He thinks it's mine. So, that's one of the uh, outcomes if you learn that it's a logical thing. Says so Igmar Further, I am asking question. The time we learn. We have the laws of me'ilah, which is like this. You're not allowed to use Kachim for your own purpose. If you use it for your own purpose, it's stealing. If you did it, you Yechai, Misa. If you did it, but if you did it be if you did it be Gig, they would say as follows. You got to reimburse hegdish, and you got to pay an extra penalty, and you got to bring a of H'sha You got to bring a asham So when is, is this dinamila? Only if you're a Shagir. You had no idea at the time that the money you're using is actually hegdish money. So what happens, somebody gave you money, Mishlech gave you money, and said, give me a favor, go out there and buy something for me. Go and buy something for me. And uh, and it turned out to be his heggish money. So who's liable, the shlich or the mishlech, the one who gave him the money? So it says as follows. If shlichach, I told the guy, go buy me a potato, and he brought me back rice. So the shlichach did not carry out the shlechus, which means he's no longer my shlichach, he's working for himself, and he's liable. Shliach Mo, then Shliach is Mo. He's not working for me. Oh, but also Shliachus, he carried out my him, buy me a Coke or a Talos, and he bought exactly what I asked him to, then Balabayas Mo. Then the Balabayas is, is the one who is Mo. Yep. Why? Because he acted as Shliach. Shliach is Barveda. Is Giosh, the Balabai is me a Mo. Am I? Why? Name ancient Barveda. You just told me that there's no Shliach Barveira. Why is the Shliach over here? Um uh, b- b- exempt and we go to the Meshaleach, it should be ancient by that's the most question so we want to an answer Shiny Mila, Mila is an exception The we learn out from Truma all the laws of Mila we learn from Truma and one of the laws of Truma is, we just learned before, the Shlichas by Truma, so the is by Mila I by meila by having shlichus, it's a shulich by an So what? We have a special g'day of Shabbos, a unique situation. Not true me shabbos shlich. I've made a me shabbos shlich. True, you can point a shlich. So too by meila says the Gemara. So now that you have a posik that is a shlich by an avera, let's compare everything to that and say the shlichus by an avera. Says the we should not have a meila or shlichus yad snake sum and by because meila shlichus are two psukim that come together. The snake Sudan, where he had it a, a few times already. If the tailor repeats the same Allah twice, is coming to limit you only to those two and nowhere else. and And what's the second possibility? We, okay, we have an exception that what? There's a and there's one other possibility and one other exception. So now that we have two psukim it's limited to that. And what is that? Yad Mahi, what's the case of Yad? The tangible at It says when you're a shamer, right? If you're a shamer and you used the um, the, the object that I'm supposed to watch, even though I'm a Echinen, which means I'm basically not responsible for anything unless I was negligent. But otherwise, if it's stolen, I'm not responsible. But if I used your item for my own purpose, then I become totally responsible. No matter what happens to it, I am, no matter what happens to it, I am potter. says the Gemara, uh, sorry, no matter what happens to it, I'm liable. So it's a very interesting argument, Beisham Ebesil. Tanya, we learned i will cold dvar pesha it says i'll call dvar pesha and anything that occurred is totally this person's fault a, a, a cow or a donkey whatever it is totally for this, this person's fault so you want to say what do you mean dvar pesha dvar can also mean words of pesha he says to tell you that if I just, I'm the shaman, if I just thought about using your object, I'm already liable if anything else happens to it afterwards. Just thinking about it. And Beisil says, no. Beisil no, only if I physically lifted the barrel of wine and so on, then I become responsible for anything that happens afterwards, even though I'm a shaman. It says, I have to swear that I did not use it for my own purpose. That's it. It says clearly, it says, What do you want from me? It says the Torah, clearly, you have to swear. I did not use it for my own purpose. What are you going to do with the positive, which sounds like talking, thinking, and you're already responsible? So it says, I would have thought. Only if he actually physically picked up the barrel of wine, then he becomes liable. If he told his agent, go ahead and pick up the barrel. But now, how do you know? I'm so called Dvar Pesha. It says Dvar Pesha. So, what does basil say? I'm learning from the Pusig, I called Dvar Pesha, that if you told the Shliach, do it on my behalf, I'm already liable. So, we have two tzuchim. We have the Possig of Shligh is by Mi'ila, and we have the Possig Shligh by Shligh Yad. How would Bechamai even prove such a thing? Look, okay, it says Dvar. Dvar is the word Dibur, talking. Yeah, okay, well, but he goes to, how do you prove How does Bechamai prove this? Oh, he, the you think God, I think, it? yeah. He yeah. told somebody, he okay. thought, oh, I want that barrel. Okay. So some, otherwise, yeah. he'll deny it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it seems like. So that's why you tell somebody what Jemach was Now, the very fact that Gemara asked the question for Meila is difficult to understand because Meila only works if the Shlich had no idea that this is money from hegdish. So how can you say and HaRavah, Dibri mishaimin? And In this case, definitely Yes, you just said before the whole logic why there's no Shlich is because I say I never thought the guy would listen to me. So I, he's not my Shlich. But in the case of Mila, I can't say that because we both didn't know, or he, at least that person didn't know that it was Heg money. So how can I say, I was sure he would listen to me. So therefore, of course, there's a shlech. what's the question? Proves that maybe, and this is some other Shem hold, that the Gemara's conclusion is we don't use the svarah of harava, haravit, divre, haravid, divre I mean, Actually, you know what we learn from? The two tuk sukim that it says there is a shliach tells you that everywhere else there is no shlech. And therefore, according to them, even if the shliech had no inkling that there's anything wrong here, the m'shalech um, is still not liable. I'll give you a few other examples. What happens, if there's no avera for the shliech. Whatever you ask the shliech to do, for him is not avera, but for the m'shalech it is. What happens then? Is the sh, is, is the avera or not? If you learn as a logic, why wouldn't this person do it? The shliech has no avera. Why wouldn't the shliech do it? So then the Meshalech would be liable. But if it's a Kazav, it makes no difference. Well, the other way around, for the Meshalech, it's not an Avera, but for the shleich, it is. Do we say in this case, yes, Shalech and Vare or not? If you learn that, then ain't Shalech, because he said, I never expected him to listen to me. It doesn't, who cares for me, it's a Avera not? But for that person, it's an Avera, he shouldn't have listened. But if you learn from the Psukim there, then if the Mashalayah is not have very, there's no shlikus. And okay, let's quickly do a few more lines and I'll we'll start. Says the Gamarm um, Hanichla Basil. Okay, so according to Basil, you have a second passing. Ella Bishamay, okay, so according to Bishamah, the mukman al Hakrob and Machobisa, said it has nothing to do with It has to do with just thinking. Of of then Tapman Gimmar, the naileth minay. Then according to Bishamah, we only have one passing, Mi'illa, which tells you there is Slichis Dra, and that's how it should be. So we answer we should have a Mi'ilah Tvikum Mikhila. There's another din where you find the shlichus, and that is the following. If you steal something, an animal, a ganev, you pay back double. But if you then took the animal and you sold it, or you shechted it, you pay four or five times, depends if it's a sheep or if it's a cow. And there, also, if you ask the shliach to shech it for you, the meshaleach is liable. So you have two now, and you have tvicha mechira. According to Basil, you have three p'sukir. You have me'ila, you have tvicha mechira, and you have also Schlich. What's the story about Twig Mch. We'll just film you this. Snake because should have a Miilo Twikemchid Schnee Zumaghard. Miilo Hada said it. Tvik Michid Mahi. What's that? Oh my cross of the Pasikutvai, you shachted the animal that you stole, oy machor, or you sold. Ma mechida de acha, when you sell it, you need another person involved, who you selling it to. Af Tvik Aydiak, Shachting also, if you got another person involved, you are liable he said the word "oi" is like rabbi's shliach. By saying "tovach, tovach, oi, oi, mach, oi," comes in, as if and and another person as well involved in your shchita. That no, the shlich. And Vechizka Tanneh from the word "tachas," it said you should pay four times tachas as se'ah and five times tachas. The shirt. "tachas" means a substitute. Either you or your substitute did it, which is your shliach. The bottom line is, you have now. You have now, according to Basil three psukim, and according to Beshamay, two psukim. And then the continues on long, um, further, so I don't know getting late, uh, that maybe, you know, Beshamay still needs another source, because you have two psukim. What about the opinion that says that two psukim is not enough to limit? You need three psukim. What do you do then? And tomorrow you'll continue.